1: Asia-Pacific markets are trading lower this morning on the back of an overnight dip on Wall Street. Sydney is down 1.4 percent. Tokyo is in the red as well. Markets in South Korea are closed for a public holiday. In the U.S., stocks finish lower ahead of the first U.S. presidential debate of this election cycle, a debate that is now minutes underway. Joining me now to talk about how politics are affecting the markets and much more is Ryan Huang. It is Wednesday. How are you doing today, Ryan? Happy hump day, Michelle. I'm feeling it, really feeling it. As we speak, U.S. President Donald Trump and his Democratic challenger, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden, are in the opening minutes of the first of three presidential debates. This one in Cleveland, Ohio. The U.S. elections are now just about 35 days away. So, Ryan what are investors looking for as they watch Trump and Biden square off?
0: Okay, in short, you've been hearing about Donald Trump for the good part of the last four years, right? And pretty much most people will have an idea who Donald Trump is, what he stands for, and what he doesn't stand for. So people will be more focused on Joe Biden, who has been more under the radar relatively. So what they'll be watching out for to see is how tough he is against Donald Trump standing toe-to-toe, how he avoids any potential traps being laid out by Donald Trump, any accusations, any taunts, any confrontations. So that type of um, performance is going to be closely watched to see if he is going to be... I guess, standing out of this debate. So I think that is one portion. Of course, you also have the the fundamentals around the debate. So there will be six segments where they will be discussing some of the topical issues. The moderator has uh, chosen the topics. And this includes Trump and Biden's records. And this is made more, interestingly, made more interesting with the tax records being disclosed in the past few days. You've got the Supreme Court. You've got the COVID-19 response the integrity of the elections, and of course, what's happening with the US economy. So all that will be discussed as part of a, I guess, you get a two-minute response first, and then a bit of back and forth. So that is the dynamics to look out for today.
1: Do you think markets are going to especially be looking for Biden's clarity on tax policies?
0: Yeah, so what is going to be watched is the stance on that as well. Um, For a long time, people have been thinking, hey, Donald Trump is pro tax in the in the sense that he laid out those tax cuts many years ago Mm. and maybe there'll be another version coming soon. On the other hand, some people see Biden as someone who might roll back some of those tax cuts, might also introduce more regulations. So that is less market friendly to that sense. But if I look at some of the numbers in terms of historical data, what is gonna be the day one after effects from a US presidential debate. It is rather mixed. There are no clear signals. On average, the markets drop 0.3% in the day after. Mm. But if you look at it from a median perspective, they actually go up by 0.9%. So depending on how you look at data, it is um, going to be tough to call this one in terms of market reaction. And of course, you have to take into account that the 2008 debates was right in the middle of a um, financial, financial crisis, crisis yeah. which saw the markets tank a lot, mm. and that skewed the data.
1: JP Morgan, meanwhile, has issued its forecast for US markets, and it's relatively bullish on the S&P 500 over the next 12 months. How much does it expect the index to rise?
0: Okay, so looking at JP Morgan's forecast, they are thinking there is still... to go for the S&P 500. And that is interesting because we've been hearing about how markets have been pushing new records week after week in the past few months at least. And they think, hey, baby, there is another record down the road. Mm. And what is going to be sectors to watch out for? Mm -hmm. Uh, These will be the cyclical stocks, stocks that will enjoy the ride alongside the rebound in the economy, potentially, of course, if nothing goes wrong further. So things to look out for will be sectors with structural growth stories. And we think about how things have changed with COVID-19, stay-at-home work and all the remote working experiences. What is behind that is digital transformation, technology, healthcare innovation. So those are some of the long-term trends they think will be Supporting some of these uh, cyclical stocks down the road. So it's something to look out for if you are tracking US markets. Mm,
1: and trends like environmental, social governance as well, right?
0: That's right. So ESG is going to be here for a long time. Whatever is green is going to be a new black. Mm. So these are, I guess, some sectors to look at, especially when you think about how some of the tech valuations have yes. become a bit too lofty maybe capping the upside for them term.
1: another note about JP Morgan Chase uh, earlier this week we talked about how the bank would likely face a large fine for manipulating commodity markets it's official now JP Morgan Chase has agreed to pay a 920 million US dollar fine the largest ever imposed by the. US Commodities Futures Trading Commission well we have more predictions coming out this morning this time for how the Singapore economy is likely to Fair as more businesses reopen. The Business Times has a great article about a phase three recovery this morning, and the catchphrase seems to be uneven. So, Ryan, tell us more. What are economists saying?
0: Yeah, I think, in short, don't count your chickens before they get hatched. That is the underlying sentiment, right? And we, are, we all have been hearing about phase three reopening after Minister Lawrence Wong said we are planning a path towards that. So that is, you no know, raising some cheers with some of the Singaporeans who have been cooped up quite a lot at home. Yeah. And the economy, of course, may have some reason to cheer but maybe not as much as the move from phase one into phase two. So what economists are saying is that you shouldn't price in too much because we have been hearing or and projecting a lot about how the recovery picture will be quite uneven and the pandemic is going to be protracted. So don't expect a huge, sharp rebound when we go into phase three. And some things to take note of is we might get a second wave or recurring waves of COVID-19 affecting other countries. So that could be a dampener on our trade uh, numbers and our trade partners. So the thing I think to look out for is hmm. what people are now saying, maybe that will be a K-shaped recovery. And when you think about K, uh, that means some sectors may recover at a faster pace than others.
1: Okay, got it. Got it. After the US markets closed today, the Walt Disney Company announced it's laying off 28,000 employees at its theme parks in the United States. About two-thirds of those affected are part-time workers. Disney's profits dropped more than 90% in the first quarter of the year. Another industry that's been hard hit by the pandemic is aviation. No surprises there. There are three aviation stories, though, that caught my eye this morning, and I'm going to run through them quickly with you. We're going to do this once again like a game show, and this time Jeopardy! So I'll give you a clue, and you give the answer in the form of a question. Ready to play? Mm, Okay, Here we go. This company is launching a, quote, plane restaurant in one of its aircraft.
0: Right, that's easy. It's in the papers today. What is Singapore Airlines doing to help (laughs) turn things around.
1: Absolutely perfect. The airline has shelved plans to offer the flights to nowhere, uh, where it would take off and land at the same place. Instead, it's offering meals on board. It's A-Bus A380 Jumbo. Will you be lining up for a meal, Ryan?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a tough one. It is (laughs) going to be at Changi Airport, so it needs to be a really good meal for me to get all the way there.
1: (laughs) All right. Next up, this assistance will run out in the United States tonight, unless the US Congress
0: acts. Okay, what is the support package for the American airline industry.
1: Very good. What is payroll grants? Thousands of airline workers are facing unemployment unless the US Congress passes an aid package. So spot on. Airlines in this country are likely to have a fantastic week ahead with domestic flights pushing past pre-COVID levels.
0: All right, this is a bit tougher. I am going with China. What is going to be the Chinese outlook for travel with Golden Week coming?
1: Perfect score as always. That is right. Golden week holiday coming, and that's expecting China's domestic flights to push past pre COVID levels. In fact, scheduled domestic flights up more than eleven percent compared to last year. We're fifteen minutes into the local trading day here on Market View. I'm Michelle Martin, he's Ryan Huang. The Straits Times index fell about half a percent yesterday to twenty four seventy one. How's it doing this morning?
0: Yeah, the STI making back some of those losses right now of the gates it is in the green by point two percent. And one stock to watch out for today Boom. will be Capo Corp. It was the top gainer yesterday by a jump of 2.6%. And that was on the back of news that is doing a strategic review around its offshore marine business and also looking to unlock value from its assets of around $17.5 billion. So it's looking to unlock 3 to $5 billion in the next three years. And so far this morning, it is continuing to extend its gains. It's up 5% at $4.53. Thanks very much, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.